Hey guys, and welcome back to Are You Okay podcast, hosted by yours truly, Carter. Today's podcast is going to be a little different because I'm not really going to be talking shit today, and um, the conversation is going to be a little bit different. Reason being, I may sound a little bit more cool, calm, and collective, and that is basically because I just came back from a vacation. I went to dun, 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 Cozumel, Mexico. And I did a four-day cruise, and it was amazing. So I decided that I wanted to basically just come on my podcast and basically kind of do a Q&A session because initially I was going to do a live on my Facebook channel, and I decided that I felt like I should take it to the podcast first. Then if I get the reception that I believe that I will, then I'll go actually on live in person and discuss it in further detail if I did miss anything. But I basically just wanted to answer some basic questions, give my opinion on certain little uh, tidbits as far as with the travel experience. And yeah, um, it's not going to be, you know, stuffy or anything like that. So I'm going to shut up and start. So uh, who did I cruise with? Carnival Cruise Lines. Um, how many days? It was, like I stated earlier, it was a four-day cruise. And it was amazing. It was probably the best experience that I've definitely had as an adult. And if this trip is what solo travel is, because I went alone, I wouldn't mind doing that multiple times. Um, Where did I go? Cozumel, Mexico. And for most people, because that's what most people want to know as far as with cruising, they basically want to know... Um. What was the cost? Uh, I paid to seventy for an ocean view, and how did I book it? I booked it online because I am a travel agent. As you guys know, if you follow my uh, channel religiously, then you know that I have multiple things that I do, and one of my hats is a travel agent. Some of the things that I learned when booking my first cruise was the first one was definitely purchase the drinking package. Um, and I say that for several reasons, but it's basically because the regular beverages are included. So it's just better to get the cheers package. And when I say regular beverages, meaning like, uh, soda, water, juice, things of that nature, uh, that's already included. So all you basically have to do is purchase the cheers package, which is your drinking package, which allows you to swipe, um, for unlimited beverages. The excursions are also available as well. However, they also sell them on the actual cruise. And I say that because when I booked it online, I since that was my first cruise as an adult, I wasn't really aware of how everything went. I just knew that what I saw online was people go on cruises and they were outside and they were on horses and all of these types of things. And this that's basically how they do it. It's basically called an excursion and you pay for it. And it's either you can do it online or you have the opportunity to do it once you get on the actual uh, cruise boat itself. But depending on the, I guess, location of where you're going, all of the excursions are like different. So just depends on, you know, the location of uh, where your uh, vacation is going. And also when it comes to the excursions, the thing that I learned is the locals will also work with you and you don't necessarily have to purchase, you know, just any, 
you know, any excursion. Take a look at what it is that you're trying to do when you get there and go based on what you see. Because a lot of them, to be honest, we got there, we got off the boat. It was probably, I want to say like $25 to get to the place. Um, once we got there, it was basically $20 uh, for a, uh, for uh, the, uh, for the island and uh, basically drink. So uh, we did that and it was uh, a group of us and then uh, it was 25 to get back. And to be honest, uh, it was well worth it because the uh, the guys who took us there, they were really nice. It was a uh, private transfer, so we didn't have to share it with anybody that we didn't know because it was a group of us. Even though we all were solo travelers and we met on the cruise, we all did all of our excursions and things of that nature together. Breaking down the food. So, number one, the food in the dining area. Okay. This is how I wrote it down because I wrote everything down as far as what I wanted to say. As far as the diner that's inside the actual uh, facility, like where you're, arra you're arranged dining, whether it's like your 6 o'clock time or 7 o'clock time, I would rate that 5 out of 10. The menu was nice. However, I don't know if it's what I was picking because I was trying to be a little different. I didn't want to just pick shit that I would pick if I was home. I tried to hit a little bit of everything, but it was some of it was good and then some of it wasn't. What I will say is I didn't finish my plate for anything minus maybe the last day's dessert. But that was as far as for the dining area, as far as uh, the arranged dining time. Now, the buffet style was a little bit different. As far as the two stations that I went to, I would say it was 6 out of 10 because it was much better than the dining experience, but it still wasn't like, oh my God, this is the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. Once I doctored it up with some salt and pepper, I was like, oh, okay, we can eat this. And of course, when you're drunk, you just eat anything anyway. Um, now, the places I did enjoy were the Blue Cantina, 8 out of 10, Guy's Burger, 9 out of 10. And the only reason why I say 9 out of 10 isn't because it wasn't delicious because that burger was the best shit I have ever put in my mouth. It was mainly because of the toppings. Um, depending on what cruise ship you're on, they have particular toppings. And the particular toppings that they had at that particular moment weren't my fancy. Um, but the burger itself, fucking delicious. Even um, the Blue Cantina, I say 8 out of 10 because I've had some bomb-ass tacos in Miami. So compared to them, it was like, hmm, neck and neck. But as far as them as a brand and the people who made the food, fucking delicious. So, yeah. And there was a pizza place. I cannot remember the name. I just remember saying something pizza. And it was, I would say, a seven and a half out of 10 and I put 7.6 because it was good but at the same time that was after like several cocktails so and it was fresh so I was just like oh my god this is delicious one of those types of situations like you're drunk eating but it was still really good and I was like hmm I haven't had pizza in a while and I'm on vacation so fuck it let's do it now what well, was 10 out of 10 and was worth every fucking dollar of that of that row and I say that because depending on the area where you're at on the boat some of the uh restaurants you do have to pay for but it's not hella expensive it's, it's really fucking cheap like the sushi range between um six eight and ten dollars a roll however the roll i had was six dollars and it was worth every peso 
because that shit was delicious. And all I had was a spicy tuna roll. And that's because at home, that's my shit. So I figured while I'm on the water in Mexico, let me get my fish on. And baby girl, I was like, oh my God. Like I low key hit on the chef who who made my who made my sushi. I was like, you 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 put your body like you you put all your sexiness in my role and I greatly appreciate it because that was delicious as hell. I even convinced one of my compadres to eat a piece and she not even like it she didn't even like sushi like that. She was like, damn Sarah, that's good. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's awesome. So with that being said, Sushi SC was a 10 out of 10, and it was worth every nickel and dime. Huh. Now, for my favorite part. <laughs> the alcohol. I broke it down by deck, and that just lets you know that's how I remembered it, and that also lets you know where I stand with alcohol. <laughs> because the fact that I feel that this is the best detailed description of the boat that I was on is hilarious and that's why i'm kicking at myself because it's just like damn you remember that though didn't you bitch i cared more about the alcohol my entire trip and i'm not even gonna front you majority of my trip i was lit if not drunk i was lit okay the only times i ate were because I, at some point i was like bitch you have to eat so if you're gonna eat you're gonna eat these tacos and you're gonna eat these burgers but other than that i was coming for everything liquor 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 and i'm not even alcoholic it's just when you think of vacation you think of fun and you think of alcohol and i was already on water so the only other thing i needed to do was be drunk and that's what i did so you have the lido deck which i believe is nine on the boat that i was on the conquest and the rum punch bar nine out of ten really really good uh also on the lido deck was the tiki place and their uh, drinks were good as well, 9 out of 10. And the only reason why I say 9 out of 10 is because they did the whole, they start you off nice and slow. Like your first drink is like low-key perfect. You, you're you like, okay, I know it's alcohol I know it's alcohol in here, but if you knock back like three more, then you're going to feel it. However, at some point by drink two, three, they realize, okay, this bitch keeps coming to me. Now they're pouring a little bit more hefty. And now you're like, okay, this is where it's at. However, when you go downstairs to, I believe I want to say seven, to the casino bar. Honey boo boo, yes God, to all the disciples and his, and his angels. They blessed all of those little Filipino and Asian people and of whatever descent they are, those beautiful, lovely-handed people. Because the people at the casino bar, they know how to fucking pour. When I tell you, the, every drink hits, okay? Every drink hits. The first drink hits. The first sip, you're like, uh, mm. you doing a, you, 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 you're like, okay, wait a minute, bitch. Um, I love you. Like, how do you know that I needed that? Like, it was just heaven in a glass. And when I say every... Like, I even tried shit that I probably wouldn't normally drink. I had a Hennessy and lemonade. Fucking delicious. You should try it. I had my normal Jack and Coke. My normal Jack and Ginger Ale. My normal Jameson and Ginger Ale. And my normal Jameson on the rocks. 
which tasted which tastes like double rocks which was like amazing and i was like oh my god we didn't want we definitely didn't leave the casino for like two hours so needless to say we had lots of alcoholic beverages i even had something that tasted like a pineapple slushy and it was probably the best thing i ever put in my mouth i was like oh my god like i wanted to take th that particular lady i want to take her home because of how she makes a drink she makes a drink like how i make drinks for my friends which is aka you're gonna get, you're gonna get fucked up today so with that being said that bar 10 out of 10 heavier pour all day loved it as far as the activities on the boat what was best for me personally because they do have an itinerary of things throughout the day um and you get to check and basically tap on what you want to see the comedy show with Roman and Cisco was fucking amazing. Um, in my opinion, Roman has a more of an actual performance. Like you can tell he sat and he listens. He, he sits and he observes his environment because his show is so well constructed. And it's like, oh, my God, he's hilarious. Cisco is also funny, but he's more of a shit talker. And I feel he's one of the, he's more of the comedian that kind of gets the audience involved and then kind of bounces off you sometimes, which can be great or bad. Because in Roman's case, when you have a when you already have like your whole shit like together, regardless of what anybody says, you're not really going to get thrown off to me, in my opinion. But with Cisco, if you're more so shit talking and bouncing off of other people, if your audience really doesn't feed into you, then you have to have something in your back pocket, which, of course, he did. But I just was like, it was different to see comedy being done in person versus you watching it and talking to the television, which people did, too, which was fucking hilarious. Because at some point, it's like, bitch, you're, you're not home. And clearly, you've had all 15 of your drinks for today. They also had this really cute uh, game show type of shit where it was, it's, it's called Love and Marriage. It's kind of like a show and it's pretty funny because it's basically four couples and each couple is in different stages and they all have to answer the same questions and have the same answers in order to win. So you kind of get to see what your spouse knows and what your spouse don't know. And for the most part, because they had one couple that was uh, 30 years in, another couple that was like kind of young, maybe five or less. Then they had a lesbian couple, which was like two. And then they had another couple, which I want to say was like 10 or 10 plus or whatever the case may be. Long story short, fucking hilarious. Uh, Lawrence was our cruise director. He has the energy of fucking 10,000 little Mexican people. And I don't know how he does it because <laughs> he just, you could tell he loves what he does and he likes his job. His customer service is on point. Um, The nightclub, it was cute. I put, you know, 7 out of 10, mainly because it was really big and it was really nice and really spacious. It was just the era of music. That's what it was for me. Like the one night where they were playing like the Britney Spears and the Justin Timberlake, like that, that was my era. That's what I grew up listening to. Like Britney was my bitch and still is my bitch. So I'm all Britney bitch when she come on. But like other shit, I was just like, eh, no. And my call's kicking in. Would I rather sit here and look at these random drunk people or would I rather like go upstairs and continue to just be drunk in my bed so that's what I ended up doing but the uh casino was also a really cute experience because outside of alcohol being delicious uh, a bitch did win a couple of dollars but what I will definitely say is my overall experience was fucking amazing 
Um, it was overly amazing. I met so many beautiful souls that I never thought that I would meet and that I feel like I will be forever connected to. I actually ended up meeting a group of wonderful people um, at a singles mixer by accident. And it actually ended up low-key being kind of meant to be because I met one of them at my dinner table. Um, she was also traveling alone. She invited me to the singles mixer in the midst of me heading to the mixer. Uh, she catches me because basically no one really showed up to the mixer because it was dead. And that's where I basically met all of the other uh, individuals who I ended up meeting with. And we became basically a crew. And for four days, we were a dysfunctional family. And you would have thought I'd known those people for 10 fucking years. And we actually never met a day in our lives. And we were all ranging from different age, ages between 30s and 60. Yeah, I said 60. And these these were some lit bitches. And they are women who know how to have fun and taught me so much shit. In four days, it was ridiculous. And now we're all stuck with each other. So with that being said, the moments that I just wanted to mention real quick that stuck out to me the most, which were three. <laughs> the first one is Mexican's hot ass sun. When I say that sun is so fucking hot, it's ridiculous. I don't see how Mexican people aren't darker like and they may be darker in other parts but the part where i was at in cosmel they're fairly light and bitches hot as fuck outside like when i say hot we pro we probably were docked for we were docked from i want to say eight o'clock that morning till about seven yeah about six thirty because no no five because dinner started at six and when I tell you, we were all out there like, oh, we're going to get out this boat and be out there for hours and hours and turn up, bitch, by like 15, 20 minutes tops within walking. We were like, yo, where's the nearest beach? We're about to die. I had double glued my wig down and all just because I didn't know what I was going to be walking into because I figured, you know, when I'm from Florida, we know what the fuck heat is. No, bitch. Mexican, Mexico's heat is like the grandfather, like that's the that's the nigga that created the sun and over here in t in florida texas arizona all these other cute little we got like the baby sun that shit is what what we deal with is nothing close to what they deal with over there just so you know be prepared bitch be prepared um the next key point is key west loves penis and conch <laughs> and i'll never forget this morning when I was writing down all of my notes and that was like the second thing that stuck out to me because Key West was literally filled with dick and conch it like it was like that's basically like their delicacy like that's their shit that's their thing what they're known for which is cool it was really nice to see all the little you know f shops and, and key lime pies and this and that and the third but I never thought I'd see so much dick in my life. Everywhere I went, it was a dick here and a dick there and a dick everywhere. And then when I say all types, meaning like there were dick hats, there were um, penis openers, there were little uh, like little hats for your beers or for your cocktail, for your beers, for your straw. But it was a dick. When I tell you, I was like where's the LGBT? Like, I'm assuming something has to be like gay over here because we surrounded by dick, but majority of the shit was straight. And I was like, oh, that's how we rock over here. Okay. We fluid. Okay. N nothing against anybody from Key West. I was just shocked to see so much dick. And I was just like, 
I kind of live, but I also feel some kind of way. And I feel like we should even the score and have some vaginas and some tits. Because we had, I saw a little bit of vagina. And I saw, no, I saw teensy bits of vagina and a sprinkle of boob. I would like just as much boob and vagina as we have penis. They both work. They, we need them. We, we, we need both. Just saying. And the last thing before I get off here, because I know you guys are like, this bitch is forever crazy. The locals are definitely your best bet when it comes to getting a deal or at least trying to get a deal. Reason being is because a lot of the excursions that we noticed um, that were available, we definitely could have got them way cheaper off the boat than on the boat. Because one of the excursions I want to say was like $75 and we low-key got it for like $25 a piece. Um, so that was like low-key hilarious. But as far as the shopping and things of that nature, if you do enjoy high-end things, they do have certain shops where uh, some of the locals are selling like Coach and Louis Vuitton and like all types of shit. So you could definitely get like a really nice LV bag for like 150 because they definitely were trying to sell it to one of my um compadres. And I was like, Lisa, no, we don't need no damn bag. Like, no, thank you, ma'am. But no. So... Yes, I'm that friend. You 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 not spending unnecessary shit, especially when you don't need that damn bag. We're not doing that today. So, with that being said, that is basically my tidbit of my Q and A for my Mexican cruise, and I hope that you got um a more clear understanding about what you would be dealing with if you did book a cruise. And if you have any further questions, please feel free to ask. Once again, my name is Carter. This is probably the first show where I'm not talking shit about any species and it felt very weird, but stay tuned because the next episode would be a good one because I saw a video today online and it really made me feel some kind of way and I got some shits to say. So until then, have a lovely day wherever you are. And remember, we're available everywhere podcasts are.